You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. My turkey coat, my beer can coat. All right. Welcome, everybody, back to another edition of Chairgate. And I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live once again from Austin, Texas. Back again with the official co host, Dakota. How was your vacation? Oh, man. Much needed. But uh, daddy's back, baby. I'm back. I'm ready. I'm refreshed. The beach was awesome. Charlotte, I didn't even get to talk about it, but I'm still recovering. It you was were at Charlotte. We'll talk about it. It was a little long, but uh, I'm glad to be back with you, boy. I missed you. All right, let's get it. What's up? It's Chairgating coming at you live. Hello, come right in. Rock, flag, and eagle. Hello, and we're back. Happy to have you back. I know. I I feel like it's been forever. Well, we did have a good uh, fill in for you. Colton always does well. I watched it. Shout out Colton. I watched it on my way back from the beach and I was like, that's what I said. I seen the dog and stuff. And that's what I was like, (laughs) dude, you're killing me because you're just sitting there like, yeah, you know, (laughs) (laughs) here we go. We got our first comment. Cheers. Hey, Jacob, what up, boy? Let's go. Best podcast uh, around. Around. Jacob's been looking out for us, area. man. He's been. Yeah. He, he keeps throwing little mentions in the group chat. <laughs> yeah. Um. <sighs> so welcome back. You were at the Coke Six Hundred. You didn't get to watch um the Indy Five Hundred, right? So well, here's the thing. We weren't gonna watch it, and we were like walking around haulers and walking around the white tents. There's another side topic we can get into about merchandise. It was popping at shot, but. Okay. We're walking around and like I know Indy's going on and occasionally like we go by a hall or trailer and they got it on TV and we're kind of like oh look all right cool and then we were kind of like walked out like hey they're not letting people in the stands for like another couple hours like y'all want to go I was like I had my iPad and stuff you know for other things and I was like hey I can stream Indy five hundred on my iPad of course Porn. I did, I can stream the Indy five hundred on my iPad y'all like let's go back to the car and watch it we got Nathan uh you know he he hooked us up with some pizza. 
We went back nice. and we just like we rolled the windows down. There was a little breeze there. We rolled the windows down, ate pizza, and watched the like last half of the Indy 500. And I'm not gonna lie, dude. The last, I mean, it was good. We we turned right when we turned it on. Graham Rahal wrecked, and it was like the wheel came off and he wrecked it. I was like, yeah. dude, this freaking this is intense. And then <laughs> it kind of set up for the end of the race, and I was. I was kind of just chilling, but then I, like the last ten laps, dude, they were like, I didn't realize how much any cars relied on draft. Like they were zigzagging yeah, up the straightaways. I That's was like, I, I had to ask shit. Colton about because I was like, damn, I didn't know. And and speaking of Nathan, uh, Chairgating bringing you ice cold takes presented by hey, Yeti, also boy. presented by Yeats. Look at Dakota's face. Hey boy, we blinging. I'm gonna go ten percent off discount code Chairgating. Hey, yep. Uh man, but uh, we watched the last like the well, last end of the Indy 500, dude, and like we were all sitting up watching, like oh, oh crap, oh crap, and I, I I think like I knew a couple of names, like Pagano got up there and he was trying to get up there, but it was like they literally had to like map out their moves like two laps ahead of time, and I was just like I'm rooting for that one guy, and <laughs> they just they like passed, and then on the next lap they passed again. Which one? Was, the local guy was it? Yeah. The, Bailey yeah. Or something, no, think. not him. It was like the white and blue car. I think it was, he never won it before. And then, um, what's his name? They ended up winning. They were talking about him winning four and they, you know, it was a huge thing. And then he won and it was cool. But, uh, the pr- post race, like just everybody's like, yeah, I was, the that got me so pumped awesome. up, dude. I was hyped I was, up. I was, I was, I don't even know who he is. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, he won it. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, everybody I w- on the fence and stuff, dude. It was awesome. I was hyped, and then I had to wait like two hours for the Coke 600, and I was like, uh, okay, your now buzz I'm- wore off. Yeah, so I, I don't want to, you know, recap the races too much because we did that in the last episode. But you were at the Coke 600. Oh um, yeah. What was your experience there? It was your first Coke 600, dude. Well, like I sent you my little list, and I, I saw you were, you know, throwing it in there. But man, just again, like we talked about, is there is nothing like being at the racetrack. It was my first time right. at Charlotte. I, we we walked every inch of the straightaway, just looking at different angles of the straightaway, like soaking in everything Charlotte, the motherland, home base. It was so cool. Like, wow, man, my whole life I've been watching this track on TV, and now I'm looking at it. And that part was cool. And just like, man, this is this is Charlotte. And the pre-race, like y'all mentioned, it was n- insane, dude. They were shooting off 21-gun salutes. Choppers come in. Troops are like, hanging out the window and shit <laughs> and they land they get off in humvees with like i'm a real american and everybody's like usa usa and it was like insane dude like everybody's got goosebumps your chest is pounding we see the and then like after the helicopter's land you see the jets taking off to get ready for the flyover and then they start the national anthem and you see them coming on the horizon and everybody's just like yeah it, it was <laughs> like dude it was like fourth of july like insane uh, so this know, seemed this seemed to be a pretty common sentiment so, of everyone watching from home is that the 600 put people to sleep. And that was the thing. Said. It was electric. And then the race started. And we're literally like, man, 600 miles. This is going to be nuts. Like a long ass night. But yeah. I've seen a lot. That was one of the fastest 600s they've ever clocked. And it seemed like almost like a normal race. I would say the longest part was the last stage. Like the whole race. I was like, dude, shit. We're already starting the final stage. This has been going by fast. Like. I didn't even realize we were in the fourth stage already. But then those last 100 laps seemed like it took like three hours. And there was a great battle for second with uh, Bush, Byron, and Bowman. And they were putting on a show, dude. I have no idea what TV was showing. 
but they were like swapping positions back and forth. Well, every time it showed them, it was exciting. And then they would just go back to like Larson driving by himself. And, and you're like, why? It was nuts. Yeah. I think we, we harped on this a lot in the last episode, but just yeah. you didn't get to watch it from home. Maybe you rewatched well, it. That but was just- on the way home. I looked on Twitter and everybody was like, what a boring race. What? Why would we even do 600 miles? And I was like, well, I pleasurely had a good time. However, I will agree that the 550 package kind of stunk it up. Yeah, um, so I think the problem was the package. Every single year after the 600, we hear the same things. Though. The yeah. same talking point is, it's too long, we don't need a 600. But I'm fine with it. I appreciate the 600 I think for we need what a 600. it is. I, yeah, I, it we is definitely what it need is. the 600. It's one race a year. It's its right. own animal. It's one I a year. I appreciate yep. it for what it is. It's its own Just like the All-Star identity. is different, but it's the only one that you have the year, so it's like, yeah. okay. It's, and I it's will note, it, thing. it is definitely a crown jewel race off our list. If you haven't been to 600, go get your own opinion. Go there in person, especially when we get these new cars next year. I don't know what we're going to see. But the race was great. Crown Jewel checked off. It was awesome just to go see Charlotte. from So I will definitely go to Charlotte again. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. I, I think it was like my number three, four or three or something like that for it the bucket list. It was its own list. animal, man. I know the race was lackluster and long, but it was just the whole thing. And the stands were packed. Like y'all mentioned – it was just awesome, dude. It felt like yeah. They said sixty awesome. to eighty um, attendance. I was like, that's got to be close. I'll to tell 80. you, we sat in our own seats. That's how. Wow. Was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was packed. Like it was spread out, but it was packed. Like I, don't I think know. people also attendance might go up just because people are ready to go back. Yeah, to doing that's what shit. it felt like when we were walking in. You look back and across the hills was just sea of camping, parking, nice. American flags and shit. And like, dude, it was just like the whole time we're like, dude, this place is packed, man. Like I took I sent you a video or whatever. I was walking in the midway and it was just like sea of people. Yeah. It was it looked awesome. like a Talladega race. Yeah, yeah. just packed. Um, so speaking of these two races, like I said, I don't want to harp on it too much, at I least the you, recaps, I but I do want to mention that the TV viewership came out. Adam Stern, of course, I love when he tweets this shit out. He (laughs) tweeted out the viewership. Um, Looking at the Indy 500, it earned five and a half million viewers with a, what is that? What's the rating there? Uh, He doesn't say the rating, I guess. Okay, so anyway, five and a half million viewers, which is up from last year. What That was like three and a half, and it's the highest they've had since 2016. The 100th running. Yeah, and it actually, I think it beat out. Yeah, beat out the 2016 100th. So that was huge for IndyCar. And then he tweeted out the Coke 600 viewership, which earned a little over 4 million, uh, which was an increase from last year, uh, which I found found interesting. But one thing that I think me and you both found interesting was – how close the Coke 600 was in viewership to the Indy 500 because yeah. the, the Indy 500, I know is a, their crown jewel, right? It's not just their crown jewel. It is a crown jewel race. Whereas the Coke 600 is considered a crown jewel within NASCAR, but not yeah. like within all of racing. But if it's a crown jewel race, maybe I'm just being like cynical here. Don't you think it should like, I don't know, get some more views. Is it, I'm not uh, trying to sound negative, but for a crown that- jewel, I sent you in the text was like, I'm honestly surprised that Coke 600 was that close to the Indy 500. It's like, right. I, the Indy 500 is the Indy 500, man. That's our Daytona 500. Like, that's the epic, like, that's the only Indy race I watch all year. 
And it, I was like, okay, five million, that's a lot, or 5.5. And then I was like, Coke 604, whatever. I was like, okay. Uh, you right. know, I don't, I don't really know how indie fans work. I don't know how their whole series work. I just know I watch the indie 500 and try to pay attention. Um, so I don't know what they get on a regular weekly basis. I, I think it's just abysmal, like not even close to that. Yeah. So it's like, a that's huge epic numbers for them. Right. If you look at like percentage increase, I'm sure that's the biggest they yeah. like, ever have. But I was just really, you know, my thought process here was no NASCAR race is considered a crown jewel within the racing world, not just the USA, but yeah. like the world. Like no one considers like, I want to go in the Daytona 500. No one. Yeah. Europeans. Like no one considers any, it's like the only two, I think in America that are considered crown jewel are the Indy 500 and the Rolex 24. I believe those are the only two like crown jewel races. When in the I was watching world. you and Colton's episode and y'all were like, I mean, I guess the Southern 500 crown jewel. I was, I was, Fuck. I was about to come through the screen, but get pissed at y'all. <laughs> I said personally it is. Colton said no. I said I would consider that. Um, Nathan here, he's got the Google pulled up. And he said they average about our fat uh, guy, one hundred and twenty-five thousand. That's, I mean, that's bad. That's like <laughs> that's yeah, really so bad to go from one hundred average one hundred twenty-five thousand to five point five million. Like, I don't shows, know how they get the whole world is turning in like tuning into that race. They it's must literally get sponsorship for that series just for that one race. Because as a person that, you know, sells sponsorships for racing, if I got those kind of numbers, I mean, that's, that's not good. They, Dirt races get more than that. I'm and I feel like, that. I feel like I don't have nothing against any racing. I just don't know anything about it. Like I watched right. 500, but like, I have no idea what their next race is. I don't know where they're going. I don't know when they race. I don't know what days. No, times. me either. I could probably do my own research, but I'm more like, you know, whatever. Indy cars, that's cool. Uh, so what what I wanted to mention, though, is that it, this is a crown jewel race. NASCAR supposedly doesn't have a crown jewel race. What we would consider, I think, all NASCAR fans are is like the Daytona 500 should be considered a crown jewel race of all, for all racing. I think I, it's kind of I BS that, that people it says say the it's world- not the world center of racing the world yeah center so of racing. their biggest race is the daytona 500 right and so i was just looking at you know viewership from past daytona 500s this year was yeah. really low uh, i think it's probably because of the rain i'm pretty sure but last year which was postponed to monday that had almost seven and a half million Oof, the year before yeah. 2019 had over nine million over nine million again over 11 over 11 obviously it's been decreasing but those numbers destroy the Indy 500, and this was the most they've had since well, since their 100th, but they yeah. had even more this time. So I don't know what the last time they had that. So if that's like their biggest numbers they're ever putting up, I mean, why is this considered a crown jewel and not the Daytona 500? That's kind of my point. I don't know, man. Maybe it's because like uh, maybe because in the field we only have like Americans and a Spanish guy. Maybe because the Indy 500 is the you know. There's people from all over the world racing in it. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's a thing. That's an influence. You know, you got some. If there's some guy from your country in that race, you're probably gonna pull from him. But if you're in Europe, I mean, and Daytona 500s on, you probably don't give a shit. But it's not like it's not like NASCAR is preventing Europeans from racing in NASCAR. No, you know, like yeah. they could come over and race if they if they're good True. enough and they get sponsorship. So it's kind of like, I mean, that's on y'all. I mean, I I think. If you're good enough, NASCAR, I, I believe F1 pays the most at the top bracket. Like yeah. Lewis Hamilton makes the most money. But I think overall, NASCAR pays more. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. But I either no way, idea. I would say it's comparable to F1. So 
I don't know if you're like a good driver in Europe. Why wouldn't you consider it? Maybe you just don't like yeah. stock car racing. That's fine. But I don't think that should keep out the Daytona 500 from being considered a crown jewel race, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I And honestly, I mean, y'all harped on this on the last episode. I'd like to see like someone other than Fox host the damn Daytona 500. Would yeah. we get better views? Will we get more views? Will we get a better, more people like, hey, you should tune in. This thing's really fun because – I, they're telling me about what's going on, not joking. <laughs> right. Like, you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe the yep. broadcast could be different. It was on NBC. The Indy 500 was on NBC. Um, I don't know I don't if Fox know. There's, does there's more so numbers. Factors. I don't know if Fox does more numbers than NBC. Maybe it does. I don't know the exact. But I think in terms of quality of broadcast, you're right. I think we'd probably see. Oh, yeah. Grade. I mean, if I was going to bet blindly on that, I'm betting NBC's numbers are better. Yeah, I'm gonna probably. Add. I would put. I, would I think Fox and Network though has more viewership overall, so I don't know what that means, but I don't know. Those yeah. bastards. <laughs> so there you go. That's that's my take on the viewership and crown jewels. I guess I just wanted to wrap that up from the last episode since we got yeah. those numbers. Now the facts um, are in. The reporting. Oh, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another another topic that I want to discuss is SRX. Ooh, yeah. You know, I was that superstar racing experience. Racing experience. Uh, I hate when know, people use X for experience, by the way. Just, it's like a I don't I hate using this fucking term on anything, but it's it's like a boomer thing. Like it's like a, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't like that. Well, term, it literally is it the drivers is, when you look at the when you look at the line. Yeah, it's like X extreme, like X, <laughs> experience, like dude, put an E. It should be SRE if anything. Right. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm like when I first saw like this whole series was coming out and they're doing like short tracks and dirt and shit, I was like, man, that's cool. Like the legends, right. get the legends We've been together. Hyped about this, yeah. No hold bar, just put them in some all equal equipment cars and get after it. And I'm like, that's cool. But then people are like, are they trying to compete with NASCAR? I'm like, I just think this is kind of like a little fun project that these almost billionaires are spending their money on. Like, eh, I yeah. think it's a hundred percent just a fun project. If yeah. you look at the people racing in it, it's all retired guys. Yeah, it's, and that's cool. It's almost like an old man's pickup. I'd love to league. see like they keep. I see there's all kinds of like multi driver verse guys racing in it. I'd like to see like Jimmy Johnson get in it, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Like get some. They might. Like you never know. There's some you know? other NASCAR legends, but there's also some like indie drivers, some dirt guy, mm-hmm. guys. Like I think it's just cool. It's something else to watch. Like. Uh, I mean, it would essentially be like if if old NBA legends that are retired now, like yeah, Shaquille O'Neal, so they, they were like, hey, we're going to start our own league, but like for old guys. Yeah. And you would get so viewership. It, it wouldn't be like the most competitive shit, yeah. but you would get a lot of you. I would watch it because I'd be like, oh, I remember those guys. Yeah. They're just or, creating a nostalgia. Race imagine like you're one of your retired old favorites or something. You know, if he's racing it, you're gonna be like, dude, I want to see how he does. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, 
and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Something, right. something it's just something to watch. And yeah, and, Haley, okay. So Haley Deegan one. is in this. Um, and that's what I don't fucking get. And I think that's well, just I a get it. Uh, I think it makes perfect we sense. We know what we're talking about. Right. They're just trying to get some publicity yeah. going, hey, trying to get hey, some money this involved. TikTok famous hot young chick is gonna right. be in our series and she's gonna be racing against twelve old dudes and she's gonna see they how probably far had, she can go. They probably and- <laughs> had Natalie Decker lined up if Haley Deegan turned it down. Like they're yeah, probably they just like a female we, we in need there. Some- Young, good-looking girl yeah. that's on Instagram. And she's gonna give it to them all the way, and like they're just gonna. Say, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Haley D's gonna. If anything, that's more practice for her, and you know, yeah, more good of, for her. More I oval mean. racing. Um, I don't expect her to do. You know, really sling it to the lead, but hey. More publicity. If she's going to be advertising, she's racing it. People, her viewers are going to be watching it. Yeah, it just depends. Like if she takes this super seriously and it's like I'm going to use this as, a, as an opportunity to springboard further in my career, which is what she should do with it. And then she's racing against like retired guys that are just doing it for fun. So right. maybe she's really competitive, honestly. Yeah. But I doubt it because she's racing yeah. against just top level talent. Granted, they haven't you know racing a long time but she's racing she's against like some a, high talent so she's like a current truck driver i'd love to see like i don't know how this works or who's been invited or what's going on but i'd love to see like kevin harvick does a one-off race uh kyle bush jumps in one one week uh i could see that kyle type of larson happening. gets in on a race and like hey these old legends are right in these all these same cars racing against today's modern stars i could see I like know. a guy like austin dylan jumping in not yeah. just because i'm a fan but just he always seems to be a part up. of stuff just his sponsors probably are like hey we want you to do this and this yeah i could see like him or you know i don't know maybe like daniel suarez or bubble wall you know some of those guys that had their sponsors really push stuff i could see I could see that where it's like yeah. one-off races where they just kind of want the publicity cool. and the promotion. Yeah. It, they have a lot of potential to be really cool. Um, but I think the biggest news right now is that what is it? Camping camping world. Yeah. I just seen that like they, the other day and then they're the title it. sponsor now. Yeah. I, it was like the SRX series. So I was like, cool. And then I was scrolling on Twitter and it was like the camping world SRX series. And I was like, yeah, wait, hold up. Let me read that. And I was like, Oh, Campbell World's done swooped under and scooped that I up. I think at this point we need to reach out. What's what's it, Marcus, the CEO? Hey, Marcus, we're running a badass podcast. We have a uh, podcast. Boys, Just sponsor it. We Give us $100,000. Honestly, dude, as the way he's rolling, it uh, it doesn't hurt. If we just DM no. him, he might just be like, here's $100,000. All Whatever. Say is put, no. put my or logo it might on be it. like, here's an RV, go racing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that guy, it seems like we'll throw money at any kind of racing. Uh, yeah league or anything related to racing right now which is badass by the way uh he's really you know gone full in on the i racing love it community. i'm all about some marcus Lemos, dude. 100 yeah he's like a billionaire who's like i love nascar yeehaw nascar and he's gonna do what he can i mean i don't even know he probably does like racing i'm not like claiming he doesn't like racing he probably does like racing i'm just saying he i think he's just a really smart businessman and he was like i sell rvs what's my target demo Oh, fucking camping. race race fans yeah yeah People i mean like, i don't think that many as many people are camping at football games 
Right. Yeah. And and it's the perfect target demo because it's, oh, it's like it's middle genius, class yeah. people, you know, yeah. a lot of middle class people. That's their retirement is they'll buy an RV and travel the country, stuff like that. I think he was like, well, that's my audience. I'm just going to go full in oh, on yeah. whatever they're interested in. I see all the time. He's like first person to comment on this picture gets ten thousand dollars in camping world. When he, when he won. The, like, yeah, dude, he gave out that what? RV and he yeah. was like, just name where this photo is taken. I'll give yeah. you a a full fucking RV. That's bad. Just gonna say where the photo was. Yeah. I forgot who it was on Twitter, but everybody like knows that guy. But um, yeah, that's just incredible. We we really need to do better about following him and winning us an RV. Dakota, we'll, we'll talk about it. We need show. we need an RV essentially. That'd be sick. I yeah. got a sweet place to park it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your backyard. Um, and and now they have a video game. Also, I have not played it yet. I have not either. And I was kind of like, I thought it was coming out like end of the year SRX game. Oh, right away. I, I saw people were like, hey, I've been playing the SRX game. And I'm like, oh, is it out? Like, holy shit. And then I'm yeah. like, they have trophy trucks in it or something. And you can do it. And I was like, yep. I, I don't even know how these cars drive. And they already got a damn video game. What the hell? Right. Yeah. I mean, the the series hasn't even started yet. And they have a video no. game before the indie indie car got a video game. I mean, it's just wild the deals that that's what, you, what that's what happens when you have these high profile people from the industry that all get together like post retirement, and they're just like, "Hey, we want to start something." And then NBC's like, "We'll put it on." And then right. you know, Camping World's like, "We'll sponsor it." The video game company's like, "Hey, we'll make a video game for you." All the while, indie cars like, "Hey guys, we've been around for like a hundred years." You know, yeah. could we get a video game? It's crazy. Like, uh, I and usually you hear about these things like next year, SRX games right. coming out, but it was like SRX games coming out next week, but dropped it, it right like, away. Oh, shit. I've heard see. mostly good things, I've heard a few negative things, mostly all been positive about the video game. I haven't tried yeah. it yet. It's only like 30 bucks, I think. So I'm like, that's actually reasonable for, yeah. for a, a game that's not top, top of the line. Because I think it's the same company that put out the past couple of NASCAR heats. Was it like three or four, some of two or three NASCAR heat? So I was like, ah, I don't know. that company is probably not going to do it very well. But I've heard mostly good things. Maybe it's just because it's thirty bucks, so it's you don't expect much. Yeah, I, I didn't even look at how much it was. I'm not, and then I'm I'm kind of like you know I got so you're barely, thirty or forty. I barely like have that. time for NASCAR heat, so I'm like, do I need mm. another racing game? I'm more you know, like. If someone had it, I'd play at their house, but I'm probably not going to buy it. You know what I just started playing? Because I have like the PlayStation don't, subscription don't even, that you, you can just download shit. That dumbass. It's an old game. It's an old oh. game. No, I I destroy anybody of that game. I played that oh, years that ago. Game looks so lame. Um, Rocket League. Yeah, it's badass. But yeah, anyway, it's shit. called. It's a video game called The Crew. I think it's like from years ago. Sound familiar. But it was the crew too, and huh. it has like a, a U.S. map, and you can drive around the country and go to like cities and stuff. It's like open world. Yeah, and you can buy different types of cars. I just got an F1, and so oh, I got a touring I car. I, I took that on like an oval, and I was Dude, racing people. If we're talking video, monster I, trucks. I miss the old Need for Speeds, like open world, where yeah. you just like piss off the cops and like drift around and just. So I guess up. this is uh, as good a time as any off season. I've been thinking about what we're going to do to keep the podcast going. We'll probably limit it to one episode a week because there's nothing to fucking talk about. But what I'm thinking is we'll, we'll turn it into a Mount Rushmore season of like three months where each episode will have a different Mount Rushmore. And one of them is going to be careers. 
Well, yeah, I'm, we're going to do that as well. But one of them is going to be Mount Rushmore NASCAR video games, Ooh. Mount Rushmore non NASCAR racing video games. So like Need Hell for yeah. Speed, like everything else, fucking Mario Kart. So it'll be a fun off season. Honestly, I got a good shit lined up. Yeah. But news that just came out this week, which isn't really news, is the championship race. I I feel like I saw this coming from a mile away. I'm not surprised, but Phoenix 22. I mean, I think I kind of when they first went there after the remodel of Phoenix and they gave the whole Daytona revamp is like, uh, yeah, they're they're swinging for the fences and it's paying off. They're getting champ race. Uh, they're probably not going to do this for one year. Two years, I was like, yeah, probably. Three years, I was like, okay. But that fourth year, I'm like, okay, we're going to go to Phoenix next year. Where are we going that next year, 2023? That's what I'm curious about. Yeah, yeah. I, it was news that wasn't news. It was exactly. just kind of like, okay. Okay. <laughs> like, so literally, you're, the news is that nothing's changing. Sweet. I got um, reconnaissance. <laughs> oh, and I got news coming through the door. Oh, just, just in. Oh, it's, Nathan, it's, a, it's a baby. Nathan uh, suspects it's going to be auto the new club. auto club, the new auto yeah. club short track. Yeah, yeah I, I can think, totally see that. I think that that might be that, what they're looking that's for. Probably be a full dub facility. Um, to me, it's going to be like a hey, if you want this champ race, you, let's see what your facility is going to do because we ain't taking no bullshit. That's a good point, which is honestly a good way to do it. Yeah, like whoever's whoever's investing and wants to really build their shit out, we'll give the, you the championship race. The Atlanta projected remodel. Um, I would totally be okay with that. Let's say that takes three years. Yeah. Perfect timing. Go, they go say this auto, they talked about building this auto club track in like a year, which if Roger Penske is doing it, I totally believe it. Right. And so I could totally see him maybe do that. I'm cool with that is like, I'm not going to go probably, but it's short track champ race. And then that gives them time to do the Atlanta revamp. And Oh my God, they can spin off a whole the championship returns home where it used to be once. And they bring the champ back to Atlanta for two or three years. And then by this time, maybe some fucking other track gets a remodel or stands updated. And we just kind of I'm I want to see it hop around. My whole life it's been at Homestead. Love Homestead. But it, it kind of got to where I was like, oh yeah, we're back at Homestead. All right. Um, but then now that we've missed Homestead, I think a lot of fans are kind of like, bring me my homestead back. Uh, the only thing I think about Homestead for the championship is Homestead lends itself to a certain type of driving. And yeah. if you're not that type of driver, if you're not a Kyle Larson or a Tyler Reddick, you're, you're, you can technically be at a disadvantage. So like if yeah. Kyle Larson is in the final four going into the championship, He's in Homestead, the I'm like, yeah, that it's, it's going to be hard for him to lose. So yeah. if it is at different tracks that could make it interesting, I mean, My, I don't think we should ever have it at a road course personally, but you know, different tracks run yeah, differently. So. But I feel like that's how it is. Like, Hey, well, some tracks fall in other driver's strengths and some don't. And right. it's like, well, next year it might be at one of your tracks, buddy. Unless so you're Martin Truex Jr. Where yeah. you're just good at every track. And, and it's like, I feel like, Hey, let's, and it's like, well, should it change every year? I'm like, well, no, I I'm okay with it being like a two to three years thing. Yeah, hey, I was just gonna two say two years. actually would be kind of nice. I'm cool. Like, say this guy it, blows up this year and like right. he made the final four and said, "Man, damn it, he was gonna win." And then it's like, well, next year he could get a re- you know, redo or something if he makes. I don't know. Who knows what the point system is gonna be like down the road? Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I think with Phoenix, they were really hoping for like a, you know, it races like a short track, but it really doesn't with this pack 
even though the seven fifty package is giving us a little better show, is I think they're want they're wanting a side by side Martinsville esque finish. Like yeah. they they want the bumping and banging for the champ. Hundred percent. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, I. I just don't want them to like manipulate it that much. If it comes organically, that's fucking awesome. But yeah. it, it, when they well, try to manipulate it, it's kind of like how many okay. years did we see that? You know, Homestead was awesome racing, and sometimes they were boring races. But it's like at Homestead, we never saw like a side by side crazy ass finish. I right. mean, we had some races for the win, but not the championships back in the day. But it's like usually it was just kind of like a oh he's gonna win it with ten to go. Like that guy's gonna win it. Oh my god. Um. But we never had no crazy ass finish. But I think with Phoenix, they're almost trying to manipulate it and like, come on, let's get the the truck race series last year with the late race restarts, uh, Xfinity with the late race. I know some of those were real cautions and some were iffy, but it's like, come on, green white checker for the championship. I'm I'm okay with it, but I'm also like NASCAR, like pump the brakes here. So let's let's take Auto Club <laughs> off the table because you know we it don't know exist yet. Right. So let's take it off the table. What's one track maybe that you just As think would be today. interesting. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Could Bristol. be bad, could be good, Brist- but it'd be interesting. Bristol. 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 My concern with Bristol is that's pure short track racing. Oh yeah. That's kind of yeah. I want it. I mean, it I would be it. brutal. <laughs> it, would, it would be, be awesome. Be let let them um, fight. Like bring it on. I was thinking, and this could be a terrible idea, Darlington. Ooh, I think it I think would be the awesome. racing would be really good, but the facility is not set no, up for facility a is not part. But you can't, right. you can't, you got to leave Darlington as it is. You like that's another thing. It's like she's our well, if you have Darlington races, let's just give it the throwback Southern 500. Let's go back to that on Labor Day weekend. And then if you had a championship race, that would be your second. I think that could be fun. I, I doubt they ever do it because facility wise, yeah. Uh, well, I'm saying for, I like how old that, school but. Darlington feels. And they're right. not gonna. Yeah, I don't like, want to change even the stands and everything. Everything right. that er, the whole place feels like you're go back in t- twenty years ago. I don't want like, them to change that. It, they could like put new bring stands in, in if it's breaking, but like I want it to yeah. stay the same, look the they're same. They're not gonna the bring in all the like all these sponsors and all. Because another thing, it's like a huge show. I feel the championship race is like a huge yeah, show. and Darlington's out in the middle of nowhere. It's in yeah. a small town. There's no small they, track. I could but, see him doing Vegas. Honestly, could see him doing Vegas. Vegas and is with, the most likely, I think. With Nash, I'd not say I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to even talk about the fairgrounds. I know we said existing tracks, but it's like I feel like Nashville or is like the new NASCAR's That's, pumping everything yeah, they have in the Nashville. They are pushing Nashville hard. They're pushing You're right. Nashville. And why not have the champ race where the banquet's gonna be? Like okay, where so, the awards is gonna be. So I wanna see it at Darlington, even though it will never happen. You wanna see it at Bristol. Yeah, probably never happened. More likely than Darlington. Most likely, though, it sounds like we're thinking new Auto Club, Vegas. What else? What else we say? I I threw out Just a Nashville, two? but Nashville. Now, that's right. You want to hear me shooting, hypothetically? If you want to hear me route. shooting off the top rope, start the season in Daytona. End the season in Daytona. I like this also, Nathan. Kansas. I actually think Kansas would be a great one. Kansas be going, but I just don't see them doing it. The facilities are great. It's in the middle of the country, so people can drive from all over. Uh, the facilities so are. Did you hear my bombshell? I just dropped it. <laughs> and yeah, I said, yeah. in that motherfucker. Right, I was pulling that up when you said it, and I was like, shit. Okay. In that motherfucker so, at Daytona. That sounds is wild. brilliant. That's sounds brilliant. Wild. I don't know why we don't do that, actually. I'm um, okay with it. If you're like, you can't choose the championship off a plate race. So, yeah, see? You can't choose it. You can't do that. No, you can. 
You can. You absolutely think can. You can. If we're talking, yeah. if we're throwing out Bristol as a short track, if we're throwing out Auto Club as a short track, why can't we yeah. throw out Super Speedways? I yeah. mean, I'm cool. That's a quintessential. That's quintessential <laughs> NASCAR. Yeah. Super Speedway. I mean, yeah. I don't I'm see any problem with it. it. Well, you they could get taken out someone it's... else's shit. Well, yeah. they could do that at Bristol. They could do that at Phoenix. They could get taken out in someone else's shit. Right. Um, yeah, maybe that's a little more risky. Well, everybody's got the same fucking steering wheel, dude. Race your race. Yeah, it's definitely more risky, but yeah. that makes it kind of more fun. It's and got the facility. Yeah, I mean, outside I of a, Charlotte, Daytona is like, dude. what would you say? Like, Charlotte's the brain of NASCAR. Daytona's like, yeah, the heart, maybe, you know, yeah. two major organs. So, Phoenix that, is yeah. the, um, like, kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> Texas is the asshole. Yes. <laughs> but you know what Bristol is? The penis. Oh. Oh, well, I wasn't gonna say it. Um, yeah, we Darlington's the liver. Uh, yeah, the failure. No, or Talladega. Talladega might be the liver. Honestly, Talladega's Talladega's the ball. The, the fist. No, we'll leave it at that. Um, no, we're gonna leave it at that. Um, yeah. So, speaking of Texas, the All Star Race is gonna be there this year. Oh man, it's coming. Are you even going? So here's. Here's the situation. Um, it's not this weekend. It's next weekend, right? So yeah. it's coming up really quick. My birthday. No one cares. Oh. Uh, how old are you turning, Dakota? 29. Okay. A great number. Yeah. It, you know, I, I've been 29 for a while now, and it's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, my wife Fun. bought tickets, just Sunday tickets, because she Man, works Saturday. Shout out to her. Well, are there, is there's not a Saturday race, is there? Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh shit! Yeah. It's just the All Star. Uh, is it? I mean, I uh, yeah, I'm maybe you're right. Sure I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I guess you're right. There were thirty well, bucks cool. per ticket. That's awesome. That's awesome. So my yeah. wife bought the tickets. I was like, hell yeah! And then I realized I have a bachelor party that I already paid for and RSVP'd. Like everything's paid for. I I have to go. Do I've I paid need to fly out of, there? I've paid hundreds of dollars. <laughs> Damn. I mean, so she has. I've never been to an all star race. This is yeah. this might be the only all star race ever at a Texas at, at Texas Motor Speedway. Flip the bachelor um, party to the all star race. So it's like it's. I mean, it's gonna be like a six hour drive from where yeah. the bachelor party. It's down on the coast, all Damn. the way up to Dallas or Fort Worth. And Tell so I'm trying to logistically figure it out. <laughs> so she already invited a friend. She okay. was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna go with one of my girlfriends. She's never been to an NASCAR race. That'll before. be kind of cool for them." She's never been to a NASCAR race before. She's gotten kind of into NASCAR just because yeah. like the wearing the t-shirts Mac are cool Daddy, now. Mac Daddy himself. Yeah. So 
we bought her a shirt at a race and sh- now she like wears like retro NASCAR stuff because that's cool. Um, so she's gonna take her to a race. She's like, why don't Dude, you see what it's like? Your wife's going to All Star and you ain't. <laughs> I know. That's, that's what I said. I was like, I can't comprehend this. Yeah. Tell yeah. her to take tons of videos and shit for us. Oh, she will. She will. 100%. So like, I mean, Dude, we could be like, uh, you know, our our, co- our special guest co-stars, uh, you know, Matt's wife, is, you know, here she is interrogating, <laughs> reporting live from the All-Star. And she's like doing a shot or shotgun in a white claw or something. Yeah. You know, dude. Oh, oh she hell will yeah. get drunk. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. She's yeah, very good at doing that. Take videos. Yeah, and knowing the friends she's going with, they'll yeah, they'll be partying the whole time. So I'm pretty jealous. I was like excited for the bachelor party. It's down on the coast. I'm gonna have a good time. But then when I found out about this, I was like, God damn it! That's how it goes too. If you had nothing planned, y'all wouldn't even be going. But if there's something planned, (laughs) it would be sold out. It's gonna be on the same fucking day. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty bummed. I don't get to go. Uh, We'll see. I mean, honestly, we'll see. I might try to make it work like sunday morning wake up because i'm supposed to drive back home sunday but we're gonna drive back home sunday night weekend yeah taking off work friday going down thursday night staying there a couple days fucking make it happen you know what to do well that's what i'm saying so we're supposed to drive back well i'm carpooling i'm riding with somebody Uh, else so i'm gonna try to see if i can figure something out they're gonna be a no rush no yeah it's gonna Uh, be like a sun lazy sunday type thing yeah it's good we'll see we'll see i might just show up and like so surprise even my wife and just be like do i'm it. here do it so we'll, we'll see yeah. we'll see what we can do i was gonna say how perfect would that be because in nashville's the weekend after that and it'd be like in the last like five weeks we went to like like four out of five races can you hear my dog barking in the background yeah well, that's not my dog's been doing that every hey zip it quiet <laughs> that's what i gotta do it doesn't work by the way he started yeah. barking more um yeah. <laughs> so anyway Another thing that I've seen a lot of on Twitter this week, and I have no idea why, is people talking about the merchandise tents versus the haulers. Have I know it got, a, it got a big, it got a big hit. What on was Twitter. that about? Yeah, it's just everybody kind of started tweeting about it. Like somebody I forgot tweeted about it and was like, "Remember these things?" And then Eric yeah. Step was like, "Man, I these were great," and it just kind of blew up. Well, um, I mean, if Eric's comment, you know it is. Right. So I was like, is something happening? Are they bringing back the merch tents? I don't think so. It just randomly was like this organic social media thing. Did so, you do you remember these? So, I mean, being the veteran I am, the back in the day, dude, you couldn't beat the fucking haulers. Every driver had a hauler. There was there was every, every driver had a hauler. That was the difference. And yeah. It was fucking awesome. Well mm-hmm. then I think it, it was almost around COT era. It was like oh eight, oh nine, ten, went around there. They they kind of did away with the haulers because I think it was a whole it was a whole fucking thing to drive this hauler across the country. Right. It was like you could probably drive a couple of tractor trailers full of everybody's shit. Right. I don't know, but Fanatics came along. It was Fanatics, yeah. As a company, and it had this big like circus like tent. Maybe you young kids, I don't know who the hell's watching. You young kids probably don't remember this, but our old school guys last dozen years, they had this like big circus tent. They had like little stalls. And yeah, every like driver 10 years had ago, a this stall. was a thing. Yeah. And the bigger drivers had like double stalls and they had blankets, hats, keychains, fucking mouse pads, shirts, for every driver. Like, every driver had like all kinds of shit. Right. And you Even had the all smallest this stuff. driver would have yeah. like a, yeah. a and it section wasn't like they had like they had like people in the area like working if you needed something. But right. you pretty much could like pick up the shirt and look like, does this fit me? Or how's this hat look? 
Like right. you could, it was like going to the mall of NASCAR merch, and it was super cool. They had a little legend section and mm-hmm. stuff, but at, like that, I think they had that for like three or four or five years, and it was cool. But oh, the only thing that it did was make me miss the haulers, which like we would go and be like, man, it's so cool. But I'm like, man, you remember when they had haulers? Right. The haulers were badass. I, I mean, I don't know why they brought back the haulers and went away with the 10. I don't know if it was just because fans were like, we want haulers again. We missed the haulers. Well, um, there for a while, I know they did like, they had a couple haulers and they had a couple little fanatic stints. And it was kind of like that. And yeah, like, What's that's the true. Point? That's true. It was just weird because it would be yeah. like next to the like, what was it? The R something electronics, the, the scanners that you rent. Yeah. yeah. And then like some random sponsors, but then yeah. a random like team hauler in the middle. And you're like, what the yeah, fuck is this? it was just like weird. Yeah. So they, you know, went back to the haulers. The, the problem was they, when they went back to the haulers, not every driver had haulers anymore. They did team haulers. Unless yeah. you're like Chase Elliott or Kyle Busch, you might get your own, but even that's like a stretch. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, the RCR hauler now is just teamed up with Chevy. So half of the merch like is Chevy just, and then it's like boomer Dylan. Chevy stuff where it's yeah. like Ford, fuck that. Chevy. Yeah, it's uh, like, just so, like dumb Chevy stuff that I'm not going to wear because I'm not in my 50s. And then about half of it, which is where I got this hat, is yeah. like some some Austin Dillon stuff. And then like maybe three times. There's like a, yeah, there's like a Reddick, one Reddick shirt. It's terrible. It's and and that's, that's this year or crammed up in the corner, year. crammed up in the corner or was it's like the other Chevy. I think there's another, it's just like, there's one Kurt Busch shirt, a Ross Chastain hat and JTG shit. Like an Eric, Eric Jones shirt. Eric like, Jones is in hey, there. Yeah. Did y'all want any of this crap? <laughs> it's, honestly, it feels like a discount bargain section. Yeah. We're just and, like it's random like people. But and then it's you go really to Kyle sad, Bush yeah. and Chase Elliott, and they have like 500 shirts. Yeah, if you wait from. 30 minutes in their lines, then, yeah, yeah, they have and a they whole have hauler. hauler. And but then that's like, what it used to be like for every driver. That's the, the Stuart thing. Stuart Haas trailer, I mean, I'm not going to complain, but it's like 95% Kevin Harvick merch. Yeah, Har- was I was like, going to say Harvick. There's a Cole Custer merch. hat at the end and like an Eric Almirola hoodie. And yeah. that's kind of how that Pinsky one is. has some cool merch, like with Blaney. Blaney weirdly has really cool merch. I don't Pinsky know why. kind of s- separates it pretty evenly, I like. Yeah. And, like, each driver kind of has their own little force. And they actually have some sick merch. So I was looking at it last week. They had a cool Blaney hat. Kyle uh, Larson needs way better merch, by the way. Dude. Like, he needs to step sick, up the Larson merch. We were talking about it at Charlotte. I'm not going to lie. Like, their merch makes me want to be a fan. William Byron and Alex Bowman have the sickest fucking merch. I would say Blaney, but I would say Byron and Bowman are right there. With Byron them. and Bowman have the dopest. Like their shirt yeah. designs are sick. The hats the, are dope. The colors pop. Everything they have looks like good. the trucker rope hats. Yeah, like, dude. Everything yeah. is dope as fuck in the Hendrix taller. And I'm like, dude, I'm about to buy a Byron shirt. Except Larson. Larson needs some. Granted, Larson doesn't have any cool paint schemes. Larson or had one cool shirt I liked. He had one okay. shirt I liked, and that was it. It was a black and had a five. It's just I'm picky about my merch. So uh, here's my thing is Nathan see, appears. Nathan, to agree I, with I will me. we'll throw ahead this out. Nathan's a new age fan. He doesn't remember the early days. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, Nathan's a new age um, fan. Um that's weird. I feel like he knows a weird amount about he's, Nathan's a middle age. He's 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 there. He remembers a little bit. Okay. So Old um, I will agree. I will say tense over haulers just with what we have today. I'm not talking about the shit in the early 2000s where everybody had their own hauler and it was like a lot of fun. The good old days. The good old days. That's that's <laughs> gone. Let's be real. Oh, Let's sad. just look at like viewership and attendance. That's gone. Maybe someday we'll get back Moment there. Of silence. But yeah. 
you know what? I'll take a I'll take a cheers. We'll drink. Oh, cheers to the good old days. Mm-hmm. So anyway, in terms of what we have now with these haulers that are just full team haulers, if you're a Chevy fan, other than Hendrick, like go fuck yourself. Terrible merch. Those tents were better than what we have today, in my opinion, because every driver at least had a good section of merch. Like, you know, as an Austin Dillon fan, he's always had decent stuff, but never much. But I just remember going into those tents when they first started them. Um, well, I guess Austin Dillon came around right after that. Either way, he had like a full ass section. And I was like, whoa, you know, this young guy in the three, he's got all this awesome stuff. Because usually when you see three merch, it's always, you know, old Dale Earnhardt stuff. So uh, as a fan, I was really excited. I can't imagine fans of even smaller drivers that they're finally like, yes, my driver finally has merch that I can buy. Uh, and like you said, you could like try, you know, try it on or at least yeah. hold it up, try the hats on, you know, lanyards, everything. That everything. was one thing I remember. I, I want to say these days were like when Daniel Suarez first came to the 19. Because I remember like Daniel Suarez had his own fucking huge section and it was like everything, like anything you wanted with the 19 on it in the aerostays, like you had it. And like each little driver had their own section, like Fucking right. nobodies. They like the little guys. They had their own little section, and you could get shirts, hats, and all kinds of shit. And it was like it's like they made more merch. Fanatics was coming in balls deep. Like they just made more merch for it, and it, it was they cool. made merch for everything. It was I mean, cool, and I guess it was more appealing for like an actual fan. But then the, the it, like I seen you said it earlier is like the nostalgia of the haulers was kind of like ah, that's old school. But um, I, don't I just know, think man. the haulers we have today. Are not as good no, as the the tent no, that we absolutely had. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I appreciate it was a giant them. tent, by the way. Like you would oh, walk yeah. in, like like Dakota said, it's almost like a mall. You walk into this huge tent, and it's well, just almost, filled with people. Almost too is like contrary to what I was saying. Is like you got to haul 18, 18 wheelers across the country to all these damn races. But how much manpower and time and money did it take to put up that fucking tent and put everything out and then pack everything up and go to the next damn race? Probably Every less. Probably race. less than the haulers, to be honest. Well, hollers, I feel like all you gotta do is park the bitch and open the door. As a guy that pledged a fraternity and had to set up those fucking tents for every single tailgate, it's not that yeah. hard. Well, okay. Takes it's not tomato, it's not. potato. You have you have a team and y'all just get it together real quick. But as as an OG fan and all my re- real true blood fans, Nathan will agree. If uh, very select races, not not at every race, but the you know the real good races, the ones you want to be at. If you go to the private vendors in the White Tent Castle Society, right, is that, where you're gonna find your real fucking. Merch. That's the best merch. Shout well, out to those guys because Charlotte had it popping with the White Tents, dude. You see, they had double. See. You remember Talladega? You see they these two, like, these yeah. two posters, this poster that Jeff Gordon thing, all the come from those vendors, tents. Dude. Literally, that's where I buy all my shit. So you remember Talladega? Was that they had a good? They had their usual like good White Tent City. Like Charlotte had double that. Like Charlotte, nice. we we spent probably three or four hours walking around white tents. Like, dude, this is awesome. Like, I usually there's one or two that have really good diecast selection. There was probably six or seven. Like, I was like, hold on, we gotta go back to that one and look at these. Yeah, like, yeah, we we walked around a bunch looking at white tents. Well, and that's I think maybe where the tent thing kind of came from is they were like fans love this shit that we have no control ownership over. over right? <laughs> yeah. They're like, so how do we control that? 
Um, and Look, I think we they made a white probably took too. from that a little bit. Yeah, they yeah. were like, oh, we're not just selling shirts and hats now. We're selling lanyards. We're selling blankets. We're selling fucking kids' onesies. Like, they sold everything there. Yeah. Granted, it's all brand new merch. Kind of, they all kind of look similar. You know, it's fanatics. It's like, that's the shit they print. But I just felt like it was kind of a hybrid where they were like, we have a tent and you can walk through the tent and pick out what you want and physically like hold it and take it up to the counter. That was one part I liked. I remember the playoffs. Um, That's where I got the Austin Dillon playoff hat. Shit. That would have been like 2016, You'd walk to check out out and you'd be in a little line. They'd have little bowls of like koozies. Yes. Exactly. I remember, I remember that Dega one year they had Earnhardt koozies. I was like, why didn't I see this? I was like five bucks. Give me the Earnhardt koozie. I got a throwback like Rusty Wallace shirt at one of those times. Hell yeah. Yeah, they had the little legend section that was sick. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like I said, when the playoffs were going on, they sold specific playoff merch for your driver if he was in the playoffs. You know, oh, it was yeah. like the Monster Energy 2015 playoff, NASCAR playoffs, and then it would have like the three on it, or the hat I have has Dow on it. But if you're, you know, if you were a Kevin Harvick fan, it would good have, old like, Dow. so i i loved that shit i was like man i love that fanatics is like fully invested and like coming out with new merch for you know different races Uh, maybe maybe covid put a damper on things too but like fanatics still has tons of shit online they do nathan's constantly like sending me shit where i'm like dude i haven't even seen that i know they really have good shit they always have good merch and they have crazy good discount like they'll be like today free shipping bitch yeah you and and you go on their sales section they always have cool shit so i feel like maybe they got to where like hey we don't have to like go to do all this shit (laughs) sell stuff well i'm sure online well i'm sure they're incentivized by nascar to do that if they do it like I'm sure NASCAR's uh, there's a deal somewhere where NASCAR wants them there. I yeah. just think with the haulers we have right now, honestly, maybe we could work out a deal where we keep the haulers we have now and the tent. Well, I think also, uh, you know, I think I think we're having about when one everything's just about fully fucking normal. But right. once everything's like full regalia, is we're gonna have a huge resurgence of fans wanting to be at events. Big and time. Maybe Concerts that's a huge, sold out in Austin, that's maybe a huge opportunity for some of these vendors and or haulers and shit merch shit to like capitalize. Like, hey, these stands are packing out. We need more merchandise. Like, if you're a Chase Elliott fan, if you're a Kyle Larson fan, I would understand you wanting to keep the haulers because you got a pretty sweet setup as is. But as an Austin Dillon fan, as if you're any kind of Chevy fan. I well, can assure you, you would have preferred the tents to what another we have no, now. Another thought I'm having is like, so those, I believe those are literally like Stuart Haas's merchandise hauler, Hendrick's merchandise hauler. Like they yes. own that shit. They own so, that. It's not fanatics. So yeah. You take a while. Hey, what up, dude? LTC boys in the house. So literally. Yeah, left Turn Colt podcast. Everybody check it out. Check them out. Left Turn Colt. I'll yeah. see y'all soon, my boys. Um, <laughs> so you got to think like, hey, we're selling like 85% Chase Elliott merch at all these fucking races because you know why. Um, so why would the fuck would we sell make a whole Alex Bowman trailer? We're only selling right, they, like 3% they won't, Alex Bowman. They won't. And I get I get why they don't do it, but I just think could we go back to the tent and then if you're <laughs> if your driver's big enough to have his own hauler, they can take their own fucking hauler if they want. Yeah. You know? Chase yeah. Elliott 
Uh, keep, Joey keep the Trump Elliott fans over there in the fucking yeah. line. <laughs> you know, keep Penske, them out of the tent. Keep them out of the tent. <laughs> Penske could have its own hauler. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're big enough. You know, but Maybe like something RCR to do with space too, like space. Hi, I'm Maria, and I'm Mike, and we're Team, team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Like holler, holler, holler. And then, but the tent, you're taking up a whole parking lot. Right. Well, you could take up the parking lot and then the hollers kind of run along it. That could be cool. So I don't, I just, I honestly, when they were posting the tents, I know it's weird to say I was kind of nostalgic for, for the tents, but it has been like 10 years, you know, it really has been a while yeah. since that was a thing. Well, and, that's the thing too. I'm like, man, that doesn't seem long ago. Like it just, but it like really was. Yeah. But then I see like, there's some of these kids on Twitter that like, they don't even fucking know. What, they don't, like, they, they don't they know don't, about the tents. I was like, know, that was the new school shit. They don't know like that DEI was a thing. Like it's right. just it's insane. <laughs> that was like our generation's thing was the tent, and then the old yeah. guys were like, "You fucking kids are bringing tents in. Let's go back <laughs> yeah. to the haulers." And now it's like kids. reversed to where I'm like, "You don't remember the tents? That was yeah. the shit, man. I loved Dude. the tents. I don't care." When they first I know, came out, it was yeah. like, "Fuck!" I didn't have the money. If I had the money I have now to go to the tent, I'd be fucked up. I know, anyways. right? Because it was all like full price shit. It's fanatics. Yeah, like yeah. they're not hats are like thirty five fucking dollars. Yeah. They're not you know. I it's was not cheap, broke but... back then in them days, so I was like, Give me a koozie, please. <laughs> right. A koozie uh, if I dollar ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, if I save up enough, I might get a t shirt at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, let's shit. wrap it up with some picks for Sonoma. What? We're gonna be in Sonoma. Good, because I have a little, little, little spicy uh, at the line section for you this week. You know, it's been a minute. It's been since last week. Across we talked about this. Also, yeah. be a little late, but we talked yeah. about tent that's city. our favorite shit. Yeah, oh, totally yeah, separate. Great. That's the best thing by far. Uh, all the all oh, the framed course. artwork I have around me, I get at the. Where do you think half of these diecasts come from? I get the. It's a tent at the Bucky's across the street from Texas Motor Speedway. It's oh, the, nice. honestly the best tent I've ever been to. Is that like and the I've same one at the Sunoco of... at Dago you like? Mm, you know the it's... one that's at the gas station you bragged about. Yeah, this yeah. one's better. Ooh. This one's so good. It's oh, uh, yeah. That's the one. It's Dude. a lot of stand bass like reprints and oh, yeah. die casts and stuff There's like some really right, good. We're gonna shit. go back for. There was literally <laughs> one. There was one guy. I, he was, I think, I don't know if he was new, but I've never seen, usually a kind of these white tents, I'm like, yeah, that's the guy that runs this tent. I've, I recognize him a little bit. There was, right. a, I've never seen this guy before. His die cast, like his setup was so organized. And when someone came and bought a car, he took and like put another one up. And like, nice. it was, it was like he had OCD or something, dude. And oh shit. Yeah, we, we just like, talked about this. The he had story. OCD or something. Everything was so organized. And I told him, I said, dude. I really like your setup. Like, this is nice. And he was like, he's like, exactly. He's like, it's about the consumer's visual. He's like, look over there at that tent. He's like, that looks like shit. And he's like, I take yeah, pride. Good business, like, man. I take pride in, you know, how my display looks. He's like, I get more sales because of that. And I was oh, like, 100%. I was like, dude, I'm coming back here. 100% he, he gets more sales because oh, of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
All right, Anyways, let's do at the line. At the line picks, boys. At the line. Everybody get ready to jump in the comments. We need an intro video for at the line eventually. I'm, I'll I get around to it. One. Next race we're at, you know, maybe it's Bristol night race. But next <laughs> race we're at, we need to do it like a at the line, bitch, and like I throw some 164s in the air or something. And then and then cut to like some cars going across. Oh, dude, that'd be yeah. sick. Anyways, we'll talk about that. <laughs> First picks, heavy right. hitters. Y'all By the probably, way, I don't know these. Y'all, Dakota won't send them to me. Y'all probably could take a wild guess who my heavy, you know, swinging past the knees players are. Can I take a guess? Are we taking? Can I take, take a, a guess? Wild, take a wild guess who the first the first round one. Is. Take and this is guess. this is the heavy hitters. Yes. Chase Elliott, uh, Martin Truex Jr. Our first round is Chase Elliott versus Martin Truex. <laughs> who do you got? Who's yeah, taking that's the, the best. Who's taking the finish? It's a spicy one because uh, I honestly don't know who I want to put my money on myself. That, that's a really tough one. I think when we when we're looking at the odds uh, for the race, Chase Elliott edges him out just a little bit. But I'm going to have to go Martin Trucks Jr. He's won back-to-back there. He has three wins already this season. I mean, I know Chase, Chase Elliott's doing really well right now, but I can't I can't bet against Martin Trucks Jr. Dude, at Sonoma. It's Trucks all, at with Sonoma. With this year, too. Yeah, like, yeah. So Trucks all the way. Chase Elliott, you know, the king of road courses, like, he's on fire. I yeah. haven't really seen these kind of numbers show up at Sonoma for him. I know this is kind of a new thing for him to be killing road courses. And we haven't been to Sonoma in two years. I'm very curious how this race is going to go. Well, not two. Well, I guess technically, yeah, we didn't go there last year. Yeah, so yeah. we haven't been to Sonoma in a minute. So I'm mm-hmm. curious how the race is going to go. But Truex was clearly. He won the last know, two. He's back he was to clearly back, yeah. big dick daddy at Sonoma. Yeah, I'm putting my money on is. Truex to take the dub over Chase Elliott on Sunday because Agreed. those are the think, two heavy hitters. I think this but... is one of his more favorite road courses. I will say it could go either way. I'm not like doubting Chase, but when you're when True. when I have to pick between the two, I think favorites for this weekend, I'm gonna edge a little bit towards Martin Truex Jr. All right, Hendrick has just been killing it though, so it's yes, hard to, yes, you know, it's hard against. to bet against. So yeah. round two, a couple. A couple little road course winners here in the last couple of years. Figured I'd pit the two together. Okay. Seabell or Ryan Blaney? Mm. Road, little road course young guys. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, Ryan Blaney. I think I'm going to take experience I'm gonna over, go, over yeah. Bell as well. Yeah. I'm going to Ryan Blaney. Uh, he has done well at Sonoma. He's on a really good team. He's got good equipment. Um. He could sneak a win in, honestly, at this one. Like, I think he's actually pretty good at Sonoma. Yeah. He's and, a little, he's good at road courses. They just, they're so busy talking about Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson right. that they don't talk about. He's kind of, yeah, he's kind of like a road course sleeper. And yeah, I mean, what what was his best finish here? What did he get? Like, I have no idea. He's a top five. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he's good. He's good. I'm pretty sure he's got a top five here. I, I just, like I said, outside of like five drivers that when it comes to road courses, uh, I'm kind of just like blanking. For whatever reason, yeah. <laughs> I don't, well, you got I don't guys that get some like one-off good finishes, and you got some guys that are consistently and upfront. I wish, road I wish Nathan was helping me out here. Like, I what was his best finish? Asleep. I think I it was like idea. two years ago. I think he had a top five finish. I'm pretty sure, but I don't know. But all right, we're both taking Blaney. I agree with that. Uh, Seabell just, I mean, he got the early win, but I'm not really seeing anything that's impressing me here lately. Well, it's the team he's on too. I think that doesn't help. So, I'm going to pit two Fords together for round three. A couple okay. guys that have, you know, been having some good runs, having some bad runs. Uh, I'm going to go Matty D versus Chris Buescher. I think this finish. isn't even a competition, Matty D. 
So Matty D, I don't know if you remember him in the LFR car a couple years ago. He finished like P three fourth or fourth or whatever in that ninety five car. And like, oh shit, Matty That's D, why I'm picking him. He yeah. can ring, wing That's it literally. I only picked Chris Busher to go against him because Chris Busher has been very impressive lately. He's been showing speed. No, he has. I'm not I, trying to I hate mean, on Chris, but yeah. I'm I've become a huge fan. Dude, you know I what? Like I need to buy some Chris Busher merch. I need because yeah. he's from Texas. I need to rep him a little it's bit. A Texas boy. My my sister in law went to high school with his little sister oh shit yeah yeah so she was okay. like friends she went to their house and shit and she was like oh is he like famous now i was like yeah yeah you're right because yeah, back he's then like he pretty was famous back then he <laughs> wasn't in nascar he was just like running stock cars trying to like do it i was like yeah he's become pretty famous so um no nothing against chris busher but yeah i'm literally because of i think it was 2019 i believe was when he got like fourth yeah, uh, in the thing 95. Is, I totally feel like Matty D could totally plug in a third place finish, or he'll finish P17. Yeah, but but on top of that, he's done really well this season. Yeah, I mean, he's done he's better this season than season. he did in 19 when he got yeah. fourth. So he's you're got right, the he hot could rod up, and he but, can drive here. So I'm, right. I'm gonna put my money on my ID as well. We might agree all the way across the board. Round four, <laughs> I'm gonna pick some bad boys. Uh, these guys are both good here. One guy's super hot this season, and one guy's got some wins here at this track. It's going to be Larson Kevin Harvick. Versus Kyle Busch. Oh, okay. I yeah. you were going. Kevin Harvick um, didn't make the list this week. I'm going to go Kyle Busch. I'm going to go Kyle Busch. I'm going to go Damn. experience over the hotness. Nothing yeah. against Kyle Larson. I think he could tear it up here. He's been tearing it up everywhere else, and he's in the best equipment of his life. Right. Um, but I, Kyle Busch has also been on so a tear. Hot right now. Kyle Busch, ever since he got that win, he's been yeah, on a tear dude. ever since then. And he's, he's just been up front. This is a race that he could walk away with a victory at. I mean, that, he will definitely be top five. Right. And so, then Larson, I feel like, could check out and lead a bunch of laps and fade. Or he could mm-hmm. miss his setup completely and be P10. I don't know. Right. So I'm, I'm going to go experience well. here. Consistency, Kyle Busch. Previous Bush. winner at the track. I will take yeah, Kyle Busch. Sonoma. All yeah. right. Well, here's another one that leads in uh, very contrary to our last picks. Hendricks versus the field. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hendricks is on fire, dude. Hendricks is on fire. They've won the last three races. Uh, dude, can't so are you stopped. saying? Are you saying literally? Because this isn't a Hendricks not for a win. win. I okay. said, well, will a Hendricks driver win, or will someone else win? Someone else. Okay. Okay. Someone else. And I will bring that up in my lock of the week here er, ooh, in a second. Ooh. Okay, because I was literally like, well, I think Kyle Larson can win or another one. Well, Chase I'm so I'm so Chase lost. I'm so well, I'm so like I don't have my money on Chase Elliott this weekend, I feel. I don't he could totally he's go the out favorite. there and dominate. But he's a road course king, but he's I the favorite. Seen, I've never seen him do anything at Infant or Sonoma. So Right. Which is I, I agree. I was kinda like when I saw he was the favorite for Sonoma, I was like, I mean, I get it, but Yeah. It is interesting. I'm not sold on him. I don't know. I, I just got a feeling. Maybe he wins. I don't know. He probably will. All right. Vegas, We're take Vegas always winners. wins. Yes. All right. Okay. Let's get Did into we agree on everything? I think so. God damn. That's the first. That's, That's the first. never happened. Mark that down, y'all. Yeah. I don't like this. Uh, All right. So <laughs> we'll go to our race picks. Lock of the weeks and our wild picks. You want to start yes. it off? You want me to start it off? Ooh, oh, man. How about, I do a lo- uh, how about I do a lock of the week? You do lock of the week. All right. And then wild card, wild card. We'll mix Go. it up a little bit. Let it run. Okay. So uh, let me pull it up. I had it written down. Oh, yeah. My lock of the week, Martin Trix Jr. You son of a goddamn bitch. Martin Trix Jr. He is plus 500. <laughs> so he's uh, the second favorite behind, closely behind Chase Elliott. 
and he's on a hot streak <laughs> this year. I mean, he, you know, yeah. Does he still have the most wins? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. he's got three. Three, yeah. Um, so he has the most wins. He's so and hot right now. This he's might so be hot. his best. I mean, track. Honestly, he's won back to back in uh, what eighteen and nineteen. So because we weren't there twenty, he probably would have fucking won that year too. So yeah. I, it's hard not to pick him. Uh, I, you know, Chase Elliott's a great pick. There's some other really good picks. Kyle Busch is a great pick. But if I have to pick a lock of the week, it's gonna be. Martin Truex Jr. at Sonoma. Ooh, uh, so I was going to pick Martin Truex Jr. Um, but, however, I'm going to, you know, just back it up. Uh, you know, they replayed it a couple little bit on Instagram. Do y'all remember who, like, Tony Stewart body slammed in the last corner to get his final win? It was Denny Hamlin. And Denny Hamlin's kind of a <laughs> sleeper here at Sonoma. So my pick, Denny Hamlin's been Mr. Consistent. He's kind of been fading lately. I'm going to take Denny Hamlin to finally get that dub at Sonoma, his first one. And, uh, Get another win for Gibbs. He's gonna be my lock of the week. All right, terrible lock of the week, but well, interesting you know, pick. I was gonna and pick two, so fuck. I you. like it. Yeah, <laughs> I I would have picked like Kyle Bush or somebody I picked, else. I didn't pick Kyle because I picked Kyle last week or the other week, whatever. Um, last week, who did I pick? I think I picked Kyle Bush last last week. I might have been, I picked him at Coda. I picked Kyle Bush at Coda. Yeah, I tried not to pick the same I picked, guys twice. I picked Chase at Coda. I've done pretty good on my lock of the week. I'm not gonna lie. By the, the kid's way, good. the kid's good. By the way, okay. So now our wild card picks. Ready for You'll this never one? Guess. Yep. What, what do you think? What's my wild card? It better not be mine. I'll be pissed. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you say yours? So I'll give you this opportunity if it's the same one. My wild card picks Michael McDowell in the 34 car. Oh, okay. Nope. All different right. one. Different. All right. Michael McDowell, yeah. 34 car. He's a little bit of a road course baddie. He was up there before he got body slammed by Truex at Coda. I mean, he was in the top three. And I think people sleep on Michael McDowell's road course abilities, but that's how he grew up racing. And I will take him as a wild card pick to be in the top ten. Okay. Um, My wild card. I think there's a really good wild card. Matty D. You son of a bitch. We were just talking about him. Matty D. Yeah, yeah. He's a wild card because he's plus um, 6,600. Ooh. Yeah. Dude, when I saw that, this, I was like, really? Dude, if they open this fucking casino over here at Atlanta Speedway, I'm going to be in some serious trouble. Well, I got a because, bookie if you need one. Uh, I mean. Uh, did you do the bookie thing? <laughs> Chase so, is always harping on me like, hey, if you want a bookie, I got yeah, you. I'm I like, got, I, I'm like yeah. I honestly want to walk into a casino and like cash now. Like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> I don't want to do so, it. Yeah, I mean, Matty D's having his, you know, best season of his career, I, I would assume. I haven't yeah. necessarily looked at the stats hard, but I think it's probably the best season of his career more in, in Cup Series. Sure. Yeah, um, he got a top five here. I'm pretty sure it was – I'm pretty sure it was P4 in 2019. So very recently, in way worse equipment, in um, a year that he wasn't doing as well. So, yeah, I'm surprised that he is plus 6,600. Right. That's I'm probably going to be putting a little bit of money there. Just, um, you know, that's yeah. that's it. Yeah, Matty D. So I got, uh, I got Martin Truex Jr. as my lock, and Matty D. as my wild card. You have Denny Hamlin and Michael McDowell and Michael McDowell. Okay, it we'll could see. Bite me in the ass. I think it will. <laughs> we won't remember either way. <laughs> Boom, baby. Speaking of not remembering, another episode. Just as a reminder, books. this episode was brought to you by Yeti Coolers. If you're going to buy anything Yeti, use our link. It's in the description below. 
you don't have to just buy a fucking three hundred dollar cooler and get it sent to your house. That's fine. <laughs> but just buy like the the cups and shit. Because whenever you buy something, we get paid, and we like to get paid. We don't get paid very often, but we do like it when it happens. Oh yeah. Also brought to you by Yeats sunglasses. Look at Dakota's face. Dakota, do a little close up of your face. Boy, these things. Those are pretty white teeth. I gotta be honest. Oh no, that's just the camera doing work. I was gonna say those are looking good. I'm gonna do an episode with my grill in. Um, (laughs) So yeah, these bad boys. I've been turning heads, breaking necks. I mean, I'm hitting them with a bat left and right. Uh, I mean, if you want to look cool in front of your friends or your boss, uh, get your pair of these bad boys and put that's money, dude. They're pretty dope, that's, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how Yeats would feel about like me saying this, but I just like to be as honest as possible on the episode. Um, they remind me of the Pit Vipers, but yeah, cheap. Yeah, I think they're, they're like they're, they're not cheaper, but more affordable. Yeah, yeah, they're not cheaper because they're actually good sunglasses, but they're yeah, like weirdly affordable. I cut grass in these bad boys today. Yeah, yeah, oh, and on top of that, they're already really affordable. Uh, yeah. But on top of that, you get ten percent off. With our discount code Chairgaten, uh, it's spelled like it sounds. If your redneck uncle is right up there at the top of the screen, so use that and you get ten percent off. Once again, we get paid. Get us paid. So uh, everybody look like Dakota. Also, if you notice a shirt, you can go to our T Public store and buy that shirt that I designed myself. Boy, You're welcome. Or you could buy shit. You could buy that shirt. Oh man! Ooh, yeah, just wait to wear another race together. I can't wait. We got we have so much cool merch on our T Public <laughs> store. Go check it out. Buy that. Buy Yeti. Buy Yeats. Get us paid. Make us famous. Um, so we can quit our day jobs. Thanks hey. for tuning in. We will see y'all again on Sunday if Dakota actually shows up this time. All right. Well, just to depends. recap, Sonoma. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Holla. All right. Well, thanks for coming back, and we'll see you then. Peace. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.